Sawate, my Discipulian omnes. Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's. Another different thing. I've been veering off in different avenues as of late. I'm just trying to expand my realm in my podcast and trying to gain traction from every avenue that I possibly can. I've realized that the etymology can sometimes be really, really awesome for certain people, but I know that how it can really go over certain people's heads. And now I've realized, well, this is kind of a cathartic thing for me before uh, uh, to do. Um, I realized that I used to do this kind of a lot. I used to, you know, jot my journaling down um, on WordPresses back in the day. And I would, you know, suss out th- certain things in my mind. And it was basically like an online journal. I remember, um, you know, things that like I, I was flaying out my cards and certain people in my life at that time were telling me not to do those things, uh, aka uh, my immediate family, my parents were, because, you know, I, re- I remember that. I remember them be- basically, they've come a long way as well. We all have come a long way, but I remember that I know that in the past, the way that I've been so open and honest with my audience, I've done that in the past before through my writings, when I've throw that, thrown that onto the ethers. And uh, I remember my mom would be very like, don't put that stuff out there on the the internet that it's going to be out there forever and blah, 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 and this and that. And that. well, you know what, mom, you're not me. I'm me. Sorry. So, but now we've come to a full, um, you know, a full circle where my mom actually, she loves what I do. And she asks me to read poetry. Um, and you know what, I will honor that always because I want to feel supported by the people that uh, I love. And I don't want to feel like they're not supporting me, you know, so like I said, we're all growing, we're all changing, we're all adapting. And we've had certain things that we've had to relinquish in our lives. And, you know, now I'm kind of getting back into flaying my heart out a little bit more on this thing. And I thought that I would do a little bit of a writing and then some poetry and just talk about it. And really, uh, what I wanted to do with this one is, uh, I wanted to write a letter to my younger self, but also keeping in mind all of my students and all the conversations that I've had with my students, because being a middle schooler is really hard. I'm not addressing high school as much right now, more middle school, because I'm just seeing so much more the high school problems that I dealt with actually now embedded in middle school. It's like kids are being um, forced to mature at an earlier age, but it's an inappropriate type of maturity. Um, You know, they're being overly sexualized now. You know, you go on TikTok and you see how everybody's just like dancing very provocatively and this and that, and they're uh, scantily clad men and women. Um, it's just, you know, and, you know, I, I will straight up say, like, I've had students that talk to me, I have high school students that have talked to me about their struggles in their addiction towards pornography, as high school students. And they are very open and candid with me about these things, because like, I create that space for them. And I'm not trying to tell my own horn. It's like, Oh, yeah, I'm like, I create a safe space. I just like, you know, I just That's the reason why I had that conversation with Zach. That's why you go to the doctor that has a better bedside manner than another doctor. It's because you develop that rapport and that relationship with that person and you create a semblance of comfort and security with them. You know, you don't want to tell somebody something that's really, you know, that makes you vulnerable if you don't really fully trust them or you feel like they might like take advantage of you or take advantage of the fact that you are so candid and honest with them and that they can use that as blackmail, maybe, I don't know, but 
it's really just about creating that safe space for an individual and, and showing them that you care, you know, like, Hey, I've never expressed my students about this kind of stuff. You know, like I actually, when I talk to my friends and people, people think that I'm lying, but like, you know, I straight up, like when I think about, uh, like, all right, I straight up just have an aversion to pornography. Like I, I haven't seen, watched it since my ex-girlfriend made me watch it one time and I felt very uncomfortable doing it. <laughs> An ex-girlfriend of mine. And I don't know why I, I, well, actually I do know why is because it's very unrealistic. I don't like it. It's very angry. It's very aggressive. Um, I just feel like people are being hurt in the process of it. And I don't know, you guys hear me like I'm, 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 I'm this guy that touts love on love on love. And I love love. Um, and I also love the, the, the concept of, of being in love, but also making love and embracing like that. It's such a sacred thing. And now we have kids that can literally be on their computer and they can just do a little tap, tap, and tap, and then open up another tab. And then they're being inundated with all of this garbage, all of this digital garbage. That's just taking so much bandwidth in their mind. I can truly honestly say, and nobody believes me because they're like, you don't want, you, you don't watch porn plot. No, I don't actually. The last time yeah, was my ex-girlfriend trying to make me watch porn with her one time. And I felt very uncomfortable the entire time we were doing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want a partner like that. I don't want someone to like feel like, or like, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was weird in my opinion. But that being said, I think that we really need to understand that our youth are really struggling right now. Our young men, our young women, we're just being just throttled. It's just this gauntlet of perfection that we cannot attain, but we're being shown it every which way, shape, and form. It's like everybody, you know, everybody's talking about, oh, you know, oh, it's all about like morning routines and it's about 75 hard. It's about blah, 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 this and that. It's about testosterone and blah, blah, blah. it's it's ridiculous how 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 much we're inundating our kids with such mature things that they don't need to worry about yet so i wrote a little bit of a letter wrote some poems maybe this is one of my students that is thinking about these things is struggling with this kind of stuff in their mind, whether you're a guy or a girl, this is not prejudice. This is not biased. Whether you're non-binary, this is not biased. This, whether you are black, you're white, you're brown, you are yellow, you are red, purple, you identify as a circle or a square, you identify as a water bottle. I don't care because we can all support one another, but we're lacking that quality in doing so because we don't care about anybody but ourselves in fronting ourselves and you know, it just sucks. It sucks when I go on TikTok and you see such people that have such, you know, beauty to them in their mind and in their thoughts. And yet they're putting all their stock in their, in the way they look. And then they provocatively show the way they look out 
into social media and that's their that's their revenue it's like it's like why would i ever want my body physically like the the aesthetics of my body to be my business because that's going to be fleeting it's not going to be sustaining like hey you know what if you're you know into bodybuilding and all that kind of stuff more power to you you're rocking awesome i love you i know so many people that do it and have done it in the past and it is it takes a lot of discipline um but if you're not in that camp don't don't fret we're gonna look back it's like when we were oh, zach and i were talking we're gonna we're gonna look back we're gonna be these balls of energy and we're gonna be like wow why did I care so much about having a six pack? <laughs> Why did I care about all these things that are so inconsequential? And at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the person that I want to be with in my life, the people that I want to be with in my life, I don't want them to see me for my body. I want them to see me for my mind and my soul and my spirit. Maybe that's not you, and that's fine. But hey, you know what? You can die on that hill of vanity, and you're going to end up being like Narcissus, and you're going to die alone, uh, being so consumed with oneself. And hey, maybe you'll die and turn into a beautiful little flower, but that's all you're going to have to say at the end of the day, and the legacy that you're going to leave is a legacy of vanity. I don't know. Anyways, let's get into this one and whatnot. Dear you, I know things are rough right now. They're tough. You're feeling lost. You're feeling alone. You're feeling like you don't belong. You're feeling unseen. You're struggling with your weight, your grades, your social life. Maybe the friends that you thought were your friends are actually not your friends. You feel like you're not good enough, maybe, and you're starting to wonder if you're ever, you'll ever amount to anything. But I'm writing to you from the future, and I want you to know that it does get better. But it also gets hard, too. You're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Life isn't this linear progression. It's this roller coaster, an undulating wave. But at the end of the day, you're going to come out stronger you really will. It's why I say to embrace failure in my classroom. The more you fail, the more you callous yourself because you realize that you are able to do the things that you didn't think that you were capable of doing prior. You're going to learn that your weight doesn't define you. You're going to find a group of friends who love and accept you for who you are. You're going to find your passion in life. Or maybe that's multiple passions. And you're going to achieve those goals. And you're going to move forward. And remember that moving forward can sometimes meaning moving forward on a treadmill. And that may look stationary, but you're still moving forward in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, and in your sinew. But most importantly, you're going to learn what it means to be a man. You're going to learn that strength isn't about being big 
or being tough, being masculine, or having big guns. It's about being kind and compassionate and empathetic and vulnerable. It's about standing up for what you believe in, even when it's hard. It's about being afraid and standing up to that fear in spite of it. Because you're still going to be afraid no matter what. You can't just say that you're not afraid. You're going to make those mistakes. I've made so many damn mistakes. And you're going to hurt people. I've hurt a lot of people. A lot of people have hurt me, but I've hurt a lot of people too. And it hurts me too. It always hurts your soul. And you're going to learn from those mistakes and you're going to learn what it is that you need in order to serve your soul and what you need to relinquish in order to grow. Grow to be the man that you want to be or the woman that you want to be or the they them that you want to be. I know it's hard to see it right now because you're embedded in so much other things. But you're going to be okay, even if you don't think so right now. And just because I'm saying that you're going to be okay doesn't mean that it makes things okay. But remember that pain is not forever. But in that same juxtaposition, happiness isn't forever and joy is not forever. These things are fleeting. Everything is fleeting. Anger is not forever. Sadness is not forever. Suffering is not forever. Happiness is not forever. Everything, it waxes and wanes. But I know that you're going to live a full and happy life. I love you deeply and profoundly from your future self, wherever that self may be in their 20s, in their 30s, in their 40s. P.S. I wrote you a few poems. Uh, they're a little, they're a little uh, rough around the edges. I'm trying my best here. It's been a lot. It's been since my, my second semester freshman year since I've written poetry. Like, yeah. All the times that I've written a lot of poetry, it was, no, just kidding. I, every single time, whenever I write poetry or whenever I write uh, fictional writing, it's always about love a lot of the time. Maybe I'll find some and I'll write them or read them. Um, I always feel moved by love. And that's when poetry kind of makes a presence in my life. But I also love myself and my, my former self. And I love you. I hope you love me too. The more love we give, give out into this world, the more we say it, the more we manifest it, the more it's going to happen. I believe it. So here are some rudimentary poems. A man is not defined by his size or by his strength or by his might. A man is defined by his heart and by the things he does right.
A man is kind and compassionate. He stands up for what he believes. He is a protector and a provider. He is a friend to all he meets. So if you ever feel like you're not enough, just remember the strength of a man. It's not found in size or strength, but in the heart of a good man. That, that, that was a little rudimentary for sure, but I hope it gets across the message. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. It is the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes, just like Atticus Finch said, and to see the world from their perspective. Empathy is a powerful force. It can bring people together and it can make the world a better place. So if you want to make a world different, if you want to make a difference in this world, start by developing your empathy. Learn to understand and share the feelings of others. And you will be well on your way to making the world a better place. That was just kind of more of a little bit of a blurb. Life is full of challenges, but it is also full of opportunities. The key to success is to never give up, no matter how tough things get. When you face adversity, don't let it defeat you. Use it as an opportunity to grow and to become a stronger person. Remember, you are not alone. We all face challenges in life, but we can overcome them together. So never give up. Keep fighting and never lose sight of those dreams. I'm right here if you need your future self. I really, really, this all resonates a lot with me because I know how difficult it is to, to grow up in, in this day and age. I remember the things that were etched and, you know, like just written in my soul. It just made me so, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I hope you got something from it. And if not, Maybe I hope that you stick along for the next one. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm going to leave it there. And know that I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you from the peanut gallery. I'm all over here. At the end of the day, I hope you guys are doing super well. Tempo Sest, Discovery.